Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. The following program is presented by the Nerdy Show Podcast Network. Geeky programming for all nerds across the multiverse. All Nerdy Show programming is made possible by a comic shop. Orlando's number one comic shop and nerd destination, and with generous support of listeners like you. For more Nerdy Show podcasts, community forums, and to learn how you can support this and other fine Nerdy Show programming, visit nerdyshow.com. We're sorry, the number you have dialed is not in service at this time. Please hang up and try again. Grab a slice of the epic podcast, don't stick it in your mouth. Put it in your ear holes now. Ladies and gentlemen, Nelson Lugo, Schaefer the Dark Lord, and Rachel Shank. That's me. Ladies and gentlemen, coming to you from the beautiful and spacious Studio 6C in Astoria, Queens, this is the Epic Pie Cast, episode 33. I am your host, Nelson Lugo. I am your other host, Schaefer the Dark Lord. And I am your other, other host, Rachel Shank. Hey, and we're back. Hi, Internet. Uh, after a month or so of nothing. It's just uh, a month. It's a monthly show. It's uh, just a month. It's only been a all month. All kinds of goodies. And also the episode 33, it's a milestone episode. How how is it a, how is 33 a milestone? Uh well, uh 33 is also the age at which uh Jesus Christ, many people's lords and saviors, uh died on the cross. Said and so the and so people everywhere uh wear and pray to the symbol of his execution uh in honor of him because uh if if he had died in modern times, you would see all kinds of Catholic schoolgirls wearing tiny little electric chairs around their necks. Well, this was a wonderful way to start the episode. <laughs> this has been the Epic Pie Cast, episode 33. Thanks, Lugo. Be safe, internets. Uh, so welcome back, uh, ladies and gents, uh, and all two listeners out there in... Uh, Radio Land. Um, let's correct that one listener because I'm pretty sure you uh, offended the other one. Did on, I? On on counter Did I? religious persecution. Did I? Yeah. Probably. Yeah. Probably. Um, Look, our stock is just plummeting <laughs> episode after episode. Yeah. Please send your hate mail to uh, epicpodcast at gmail.com. Oh my God, it's like we actually are doing the closing of the show. We really yeah. are. Right yeah. after the top. That would be great. That would make this a much easier editing project. Yeah. You know what? Next, yeah, yeah. next show, it should just be intro, intro, intro. And then like you say magic and you say rapidy raps. And I say, I still don't know what I'm doing with my life. And then it's like, goodbye guys. And that would be it. Shortest episode ever. Yeah. 34. Uh, it's going to happen. You know, I have to, I have to say this bit, there, there was a great response to last month's episode with you watching a doctor who episode. Yeah. Well, they had a yeah, lot to say. They really had a lot to say. And, and uh, apparently the, the general buzz is not only did they really enjoy, um, 
the the episode where someone brand new watches a piece of uh, pop culture that they themselves have enjoyed for years and years and years. They loved hearing you experiencing it for the first time. Oh, uh, yeah. cool. I, they thought they thought you were very funny. No, that's yeah. not a thing that people say about me anymore. No, it's true. All right. Well, it's true. Also, no one else knows how to describe a solid screwdriver either. <laughs> really? Yeah. No really? one. No one thinks about it. it. It's not a thing that anyone's ever really sat down to think about before. Yeah. Um, should we do a mailbag episode this time, guys? <laughs> yeah. Just, just... <laughs> is, that what we're, is that what we're hinting at? Well, just to show like our utter commitment to... <laughs> having our any loyal guests. listener Pro- of professionalism we have another month without a guest yeah. right but in our defense we did book guests for the next two months but this month it's just your three favorite podcasters <laughs> there are so many air quotes around the word favorite i just i, I don't know. know i don't know how many people are listening but, no, if I, we are all... your favorite send us love mail to <laughs> epicpodcast at gmail.com we've so Tell far so we're, yes. we're 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 like four minutes into this episode yes. wow we're really? already asking for hate praise mail. and hate yes. yes from our audience absolutely in lieu of having a program uh <laughs> Yes. <laughs> no, I think see where where see where you f- see a glitch. I see as a uh, 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 as a design boom because we actually have a bit of a backlog in the Gmail account, and uh, uh, we haven't answered them yet. And I think I think this is a good opportunity to answer some some random listener questions. So our inability to get people to like us and come on the show is going to be silver lininged into mailbag episode. Yeah. Oh, it's silver lining into. We're now going to answer messages you sent us two months ago. <laughs> We're now going to finally get around to our inbox because nobody wants to play with us. <laughs> oh, that's not true. No, it's not true. Uh, our not true. our guests for the next two months are very excited. I know. I know. I told. I like. I, I actually. I actually want to drop names, but I don't want to do that. You can't spoil. do that. Mm-hmm. It'll spoil you, the surprise. You want to know what this episode is airing? At the top of summer. <gasps> dun, 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 dun. Summer is upon us, Happy ladies and gentlemen. Summer. Oh, that explains why I'm dancing on the subway platforms again. That, that means sense. ice cream and Ooh. water parks Love it. and sunburns yep. and mosquitoes. Oh, mosquitoes. Coney Island. Coney Island. Coney Island. That means sand in your pants. I hate that. Um, I hate sandy pants. Sunblock in your eyes. Mm. <laughs> uh, I'm actually not that big a fan of summer. I'm not a summer guy. No? Summer romance. Yeah, I like winter. Winter is my favorite uh, season. Wow. That's yeah. so or fitting. Or colder. Like, I, I love fall and I love winter. I love summer because um, my birthday is in the summer. Yeah. yeah. When's your birthday? August 4th. Fuck yeah. And now that the internet knows, they should all send you a token of their appreciation of your not death. If I live... That's the question. Oh, we'll ask them. We'll remind them to send stuff next month. Yeah, yeah. please do. Um, I don't want you guys jumping the gun yet and sending those birthday greetings because she might want to savor them on her special day. I would. Or she might die. So don't think that, like, in fact, if you yeah. send a birthday greeting to somebody two months in advance and then you don't follow up on their actual birthday because you're like, ah, I sent something two months ago. Oh, that's that's bad birthday etiquette. Uh, Why don't you just yeah, save those birthday form. greetings and let them grow over the course of the next couple hot weeks. <laughs> yeah. Uh, speaking of birthdays, uh, yeah. as we're recording this show today is actually my brother's birthday. Oh. Yeah. Happy birthday, Josh. Happy birthday, Josh. He doesn't even know I have a podcast. <laughs> 
that that's because you're ashamed of the podcast. <laughs> no, that's because he would make fun of me relentlessly for being a nerd on the internet. And that's different than what we do exactly now. He's related to me, and I actually care about his opinion. Yeah, ah, fair there's, there's that. Fair Boom. Enough. Fair enough. Burn you know City. what? The, I like summer. I, uh, love summer. I always like summer because I hated school so much yeah. uh, that okay. I even yeah, that I would sense. endure. Uh, the heat waves and the sunburns and the wasps, all of it, because it just meant a couple months of some stuffy <laughs> asshole not telling me what to do. And I could go ride my skateboard and be a jackass. Um, I feel like I, I – and I still, as an adult, I don't like summer weather, but I still – embrace it when it comes because I still have an association with I'm not in school. Right. Mm -hmm. So I still, I still like some, but you as an adult have not been in school for quite some time. Oh God, no. And I, I, I don't really care for the sun. I will always look for the shady spot and I'll I'll moan about the heat all summer long. You do. You do moan quite a bit. Lots. Yeah. But, but in my, in my adulthood, there is one element of summer that I've managed to, that's been consistent since my childhood. What's One of that? the things that I liked most about summer, um, and it's summer movie season. Summer movie uh, season. summer movie season. Wait, I, this was where you were going. I am. Uh, I am. Great for, segue, man. I am forty years old, and I to this day I'll still if there's there's some, when the summer movies are coming out, like say you know in May when they yeah. start launching all of yeah. the, all of the big summer blockbusters, all the big popcorn movies, mm-hmm. I will still take a moment to go to a Kmart somewhere and just cruise the toy aisle, <laughs> like I did every time when I was a little kid because May. <laughs> And June is when they start, like, you know, the, the shelves start filling up with all That's the toys yeah. of all the characters you get to see in the movies that come out. And I still do that. And I still get excited about that. And I still go and watch crappy movies. Yeah. And I'll enjoy yeah. them still because it's summertime and it's air conditioning and the world is ending every time. Yeah. Um, and I love that. Yeah. It's yeah. awesome. I love summer blockbusters. Yeah. I, love- I, I know we're about two months behind, but let's kick it off with the thing that started the summer movie blockbusters Avengers 2 Age of Ultron it did kick off the summer it, it was, yeah, the, no, yeah, was as far as I'm concerned yeah. that was the big temple the first day of summer is June 21st but as far as I'm concerned it was the release day of Age of Ultron yeah. because Ultron. that yeah. announces mm-hmm. hey fuckers it's summer movie season <laughs> or, yes. or as I heard it once Disney's Marvel's Avengers oh, 2 oh, the yes. Age of Ultron wow thank uh, you Red Letter Media yes. for being geniuses I loved it I... I loved every fucking frame of it I even loved uh, I don't know how spoilery do we want to get here I mean, oh it's 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 been, it's been out been right a couple months it's, yeah. it's okay to talk about it right yeah, yeah. I loved the fucking the fucking Clint Barton Hawkeye family scenes I loved it really yes uh, I didn't only because Jeremy I Renner has ruined it. Hawkeye for me because if it, because his uh, oh his comments his just his public uh, presence has been so uh, distasteful. Yeah, really. Wait, yeah. I don't know about this. What's going on? What What did he say? Oh what? my god! I don't. Can we just not? Yeah. Okay. We'll, we'll tell you about it later. It. I'll, I will Google. He it said later. shitty things. He got called out for it. He said shittier and more defensive things in oh, defense of them. That's but, disappointing. Aside from Jeremy Renner being a dickhole. Um, I personally did not jive very well with the let's give Clint Barton a family because what else is he going to do? What's it supposed to do? Is it supposed it, to make him a more more sympathetic and more like a grounded and like you, you, you are more well, emotionally relate to him? he's supposed to do. But to be honest, I'm just like, why are you being a jackass and abandoning your family? That's to all I could arrows? think the whole time. I was like, all right, Banner's got 
depth and, and relatability, and so does Rogers, and so does Natasha. They all do, but yeah. Clinton doesn't. And so they give they give him this family, and I spend the whole time going, he had a family this whole time, and he's running around shooting arrows at aliens? Like, yeah. you're a dick. You're not a noble family that man. No, that You're an absent father. Yeah. I don't know. I, he comes home, he knocks up his wife again, and then he leaves. He's like a, <laughs> he's, he's like a character in Game of Thrones. Have fun <laughs> raising my seed. <laughs> He's exactly like a character in Game of Thrones. I, I don't know, but I liked it. I I I liked. It. I, I guess I liked it for the for the reason that you you guys hated it because I didn't. I neither didn't of us say. Well, neither of us said he hated it. it. I'm only talking about Jeremy Renner. Uh, sorry, as hate is strong as uh, yeah. shitty Hawkeye. I yes. I loved it for the same reasons you guys had problems with it. I suppose in that because he was very one dimensional so far in in but every incarnation but it didn't give him any dimensions it just I made it, did. It, I gave, it... it gave the screenwriters a chance to try and emotionally manipulate us into yep. liking hawkeye more and i yeah. don't appreciate well, that i guess it worked i'm on not me. stupid i'm not it, it worked like, on don't me. treat me like I, I am i really appreciate it i thought i yeah. thought it was a i mean there's nothing else they really could have done with him other than like him and natasha hooking up right um what do you are you not familiar with narrative storytelling? There's so many things they could have done with him. Yeah, there are many things they could have done. They could have written that character. They could have given him a much more interesting, uh, I don't know, uh, extra eh. dimension to eh. other yeah. than I other than it. the uh, absent <laughs> family man. Yeah, I liked it. I, that's, that's I just I, I just didn't like that part of it, and I really didn't care for Clint Barton. Uh, and, but um, beyond but yeah. beyond those scenes, that movie is so fucking good. It. I loved it. I thought it was. I thought it was action packed. It was really fun. Yeah. But I also, I feel like Marvel needs to be really careful because you could see in moments in that movie where like the foundations of the Marvel Cinematic Universe are like starting to crumble in like certain moments. How so? Uh, just in just in like some storytelling moments with, especially with the twins. Especially with the twins, in my opinion, and you're, and, you're so you're talking about uh, Quicksilver and and, and, and Scarlet, Scarlet Witch, Witch. Yeah. yeah, and it just it it I loved the spectacle of it all. I loved it so much, mm-hmm. like it, it. I just adored it. Like there were moments that just took my breath away, visual wise. Like sure. especially the ones that looked like they were straight out of a panel of a comic book. I loved it. I had so much fun, but I'm also just really nervous. Because it is starting to get super large, you know, and they're like they're bringing in guardians and agents of Shield and all of these like moving parts, and I think they, I think they reined oh, in. Like I think okay. they reined in Joss Whedon maybe a little too much in terms of story because they had to like get Thor yeah. in that well and they had to do this and that, <laughs> and it was like, and it suddenly became another movie that was the selling point for yet another set of movies instead of just being like the original Avengers, which was here's the culmination of a thing we've been working on exactly. for years. And then this was like, here's just a, a a stepping stone that gets us into Thor 3 and Captain America 3 and Civil War and all oh, of this stuff. And I guess I didn't, I, you know what, I oh. guess I didn't really feel that at all. Oh, I, I, I absolutely agree with that. Yeah. 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 No, I guess I, I just don't see it that way. Yeah, the first Avengers was the culmination of yeah. all these no, of I all agree. these individual Absolutely. pictures. And it was and then it was Joss Whedon at the helm. So it was fun and it was snappy and it was he he got to do um like ensemble cast dynamics, which he does so which well. He does and that was great. And then he gets his second movie 
and you just know that there are studio people just saying, oh, we got to shove this in here yeah. too. Get this in here too. Well, I guess and then, when so then in the over, third yeah. act, when you're already like kind of, I'm feeling overwhelmed and a little exhausted and, uh, and, and feeling a little short on fun that I missed from the original Avengers, all of a sudden they're like, you know what? How about a vision uh, origin story too? (laughs) And I didn't care. I did not care. If that had been the first act of an, of one of these, like of an Iron Man movie, that would have been great. And it would have been been handled really well, but it happens at the third act of the CGI apocalypse movie. And it's, I, I'm just so exhausted that I don't really care. I, 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 I hmm. vision was, was so lost on me. Yeah. It I was, was really yeah, it, was, it, it felt, see... it felt a little shoehorned in. I will give you that. Yeah. Uh, but I, I guess on my, my criteria for entertainment, it, it hit all of the markers. And, oh, the, and it was very entertaining. Yeah. I'll get behind that. I had yeah. a blast watching it, but it also comes with a price because it is an entire dynasty being built right now. And, I don't want it to crumble because hmm. yeah. some screenwriters are like, we have to set up six bajillion more movies yeah. instead of just like focusing on this one and having fun with it. Apparently, Joss Whedon in interviews uh, has said that like without the cuts that were made, this movie would have been like three, four hours long. <laughs> oh, good gravy. Yeah. yeah. Just like because there's just so much stuff happening and. And I kind of I, I would love to see the director's cut. Like I want to see a four hours. Oh, I, I four hours of Age of Ultron. No, I, no. I, I don't. I do. I'm, I was, I'm curious now. Yeah, I'm very I, curious. Uh, I feel like like split it up. Like kill like, Bill I feel like this is, this is. I'm, I'm kind of with you on this, Rachel. I think that this is going to like start hurting these movies because <laughs> because I mean the 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 next big Marvel or the next yeah the the next big movie in this universe is Captain America: Civil War, uh-huh. which as they start making casting announcements like most of the characters of this whole universe are going to be in it because it's the civil war storyline so it has to be big and i feel like all right you're gonna you're gonna try to put a lot into this next picture too and yeah. um it might lose the fun like winter soldier was so much fun so good, so so good. good. that i feel like yeah they might start they might start uh, suffering from yeah. this and ant-man and looks like a lot of fun Ant-Man because fun. he's just now Ant-Man. he just gets to establish his shit yeah yeah before he gets to be Right, another supporting character sucked into the in a three the, and a half hour the, CGI the Marvel apocalypse. Disney machine. Yeah. yeah. Um. All right. Huh. I feel like by the the end of the movie, I know that Hawkeye's not the best character, but there's that moment where they're on the floating city, and he says that line about like the city's floating, and I'm shooting arrows. None of this makes sense, and I was like, I think Joss Whedon <laughs> is actually talking about this movie right now yeah i think he's actually commenting on the film and i was like if that was a super meta moment i loved it because it was like none of this makes sense we have a robot guy we have other other robot guy we suddenly the character that is just the person where it's like well we are in a jam and we don't know how to get out let's just scarlet witch it it'll be great she's got crazy powers yeah you know scarlet witch i fucking love scarlet witch though like, she's i great. love her i my dream is to one day get a house of m movie like that is my dream get a what house of m oh. in a movie yeah i think it would be so dope i liked uh when when she was first introduced in the movie and they made her really creepy and like kind of ghostly yeah. looking with like the red eyes yeah, and yeah, she was yeah. like this kind of haunted scary presence because I I haven't read a lot of Scarlet Witch stories but it was nice to see that they were like they seized on the witch part yeah they were like she's her powers and and 
well, they can't also acknowledge her father, but who she is, she's pretty scary yeah, yeah. and she's dangerous. And like having her like zooming around and being all like the ring or some yeah. shit was. And I think it was nice very touch. fascinating to see her as a character that has this unlimited power and no idea what to do with it, yeah. how yeah. to control it. Yeah. Like, I think that's really fascinating. I think that the casting was all right for them, um, but I did appreciate what the director did with who he had. Yeah. You know the brother and sister were the husband and wife from last summer's Godzilla, right? Yes, I did. Yes. <laughs> Almost a fun. Oh, God. If Almost only there were another Godzilla movie fun. this summer. Uh. <laughs> yeah. All right, what was the other movie? Highly recommend Age of Ultron. See it in the big screen. Yeah. It's really, it's it's fun to look at, but. Yeah, I mean, I, I liked it. it. I'll I watch it. it. I highly recommend I'll it. I'll watch it on video. I, I just suspect it. I enjoyed it in the theater in yeah. spite of the problems that I had with it, but I have a feeling it's not going to stand up so well. Yeah. On it's it's going to be a touchstone. For, well, I mean, that, like that, the gateway the, for the original Avengers explosion. film is, is just, it's so pitch perfect. It's hard to top. Uh, yeah. yeah. It, it's kind of struggled from repeat viewings on video too. Really? Yeah. yeah. I loved it. Whereas last night I watched the first Captain America movie cause it was on cable and it's gotten better. It's so good. <laughs> I love it so much. He's so dreamy. Oh, he is so dreamy. Thank um, you. We all saw uh, Mad Max, Mad Max Fury, Fury Road. Road. Fury Road. Oh, fucking shit, guys. This movie is my new Jim Jam. Believe this, the hype. Uh, believe every fucking word of the hype. That's good. Um, <clears throat> here's my incredible. opinion about it. I think that Fury Road should be the benchmark for action movies. Yeah. From here on out. I think yeah. everyone who wants to make an action movie needs to watch Fury Road because so much happens. The story is just driving forward. Yeah. There's not a lot of dialogue. The visuals are stunning. Oh, I felt like my eyes were like electrocuted by the end. And yeah. I was and I loved it. I loved it so much. And it was just this perfect I, I totally gift. Wanna... I want to talk about oh. it in detail, but it, but it, not enough t- not, not enough time has passed for it to, for me to spoil it. But it's 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 kind of perfect. It's in, it's it's a it's a it's a very simple story that gets told in almost no dialogue and completely told in nothing but absolutely stunning visuals with almost no CGI. To speak of. Well, that's true. But yeah, stunning visuals, sure. But there are some really, really solid performances in that. Oh, no, Even no, no, yes. solid performances without, without dialogue. Yes. Like, in fact, yeah. there, there are scenes where no one is speaking and it speaks fucking volumes. Um, like there at no point was I, I mean, and, and let's, and to be fair, like if you were going to like elevator pitch this, it's basically a chased movie in a desert. That's really what it is. But, <laughs> but that tells that that says nothing about it. It's it's um it re- it references uh the the original Mad Max films in very subtle, very small ways that are just there to reward fans of the trilogy, um and it it's so good. It I is mean, so, it's good. so good. As someone who didn't see the original Damn Mad it. Max movies, like I didn't miss 
anything. No, no, and, nor, and, and you wouldn't get them unless yeah. unless you're fans, and you and you get little rewards yeah. in Fury Road, but you don't need them. No, like you the movie stands on its own. You yeah. don't need them, but if, was... but if you know that world, you, oh. you like it's a little Easter egg. You go, oh right, that's a thing that happened. Yeah, yeah. Um, the, just the world building in this movie was just amazing. With yeah. the with the 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 boys with the half life. Mm-hmm. Yes. The war boys. The war just boys. Like that. They didn't. And what I really appreciated is they didn't action movie exposition it in the way action movies yeah. like to do, where they're like, no. "This is a half life boy. He does blah blah blah." They were like, "He's just a war boy at the end of his half life," and that's all you needed in that yeah. line. You needed that line, and you were you were there. You were in, and you understood. And just the 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 those those actors playing those war boys just like embodied that like cult mentality it was gorgeous yeah, the tribalism it was, so the, it was, it yeah. was yeah they the they, they they trusted the audience to be able to pick up on the cues and figure the story yeah, yeah. and they, they it's really a, a very stripped down story it is it is very much just a, a chase movie yeah um but it still like squeezes out so much emotion and and uh, and so many like powerful powerful like turns throughout the story in such a simple way and i i find it the thing that i find so amazing about it is that it's it's just almost universally praised yeah, yeah. everybody loves it it is it's, and it's a lot really of language good. that i hear is that that it's it's revolutionary because it is doing a thing that like you know hollywood movies if you compare it to age of ultron age of ultron is crowded and clumsy and has way too much exposition and info dump and right. too much too many subplots being tried to squeeze in and then this comes along and though it's dirty because it's in the desert and everything's covered in mud it's so clean and yeah. simple mm-hmm. and people are acknowledging this as as being revolutionary in story and in, in, in movie storytelling the thing that i find so awesome about that is that the movie is directed by edited by and shot by Three people in their seventies. Yeah. Yes, <laughs> I think that's really funny well, because you have the the George Lucases and the Steven Spielbergs who are in the same age bracket who have just gone. Eh. Eh. Yeah, <laughs> or you have people I... like George Romero who you know he made these really revolutionary uh, zombie movies when he was young, but then he's, as he gets older, he keeps every now and then he tries to make like another one and they, they feel really kind of awkward and you want to be like, oh, you did really good work years ago, but you're, yeah. you need to let the kids do it now because you're yeah. really kind of, it's, this, is, this is beyond your skill well, set I mean, the, now. The, the, the story of, of how it got made is really interesting. There's an article which we'll link to in the show notes. In the doobly-doo. In the doobly-doo. Because um, I, 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 I can't remember off the top of my head, but I mean, it's the original director and cin- cinematographer and a few other key um, production personnel from the original Mad Max movies. Well, yeah. the, the uh, And it's, you know, the director, George Miller. Yeah. And this, yeah, the same, I don't remember the cinematographer, but then the editor is yeah. George Miller's wife. Yes. Yeah. Uh, and, but there's a, there's a really good story in that, you know, He's been trying to get Fury Road made since since Thunderdome. Yeah. Um and uh it's just it's it's just a really kind of just wonderful story that no one wanted to take a chance on. Mm-hmm. Uh and you know, and he shot everything, all of the stunts, all of the all of the crazy shit that happens is practical. Yeah. <laughs> all of, almost all of it. In oh, fact, the only and- CGI is really like 
color correction to make the film look, you know. Oh, no, they, I, they, they, well, they, okay. they boosted up some things. They, yeah, they, but, they, they, but, they thickened some crowds. Which, yeah. Okay, yes, 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 yes. But like all of the actual stunts and action sure. sequences mm-hmm. are practical. Yeah. On that uh, note, I'd like to say two words. Yeah. Doof warrior. Of course, the doof warrior is amazing. <laughs> <laughs> I don't understand how like forty people didn't die during the making of that movie. Yeah. yeah. I'm just like there's one scene alone. And I don't think it's a spoiler to say this, but the uh, um, the the uh, when they're on those giant um, oh the, uh, uh, the the pendulums the, the the giant pole 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 cats the pole cats where they're on giant poles and they're swinging left and yeah. right and um, he wanted to do that with CGI because he thought it was too dangerous and his stunt coordinator said. Eh. No, we could just try it. His, his, cinema, <laughs> his cinematographer got up there and handheld a camera on one of those things. Yes! In his 70s. In his 70s. I just like that these like senior citizens are, are, are coming along and being like, oh, oh, you've all been making movies that were probably influenced by the movies that, that we made years ago. Let's show you what you've been doing wrong. Yeah. Right, it's it's almost like they said because he because he also did like a bunch of like kitty stuff because oh my did, god like, yeah he did Happy Feet he did Happy Feet and Happy Feet too and Happy Feet too and Babe Pig in the City yes. Babe Pig in the City not even Babe right just Pig in the City <laughs> the, the lesser of of the Babe films uh, and it's almost like he's he's saying to like modern filmmakers. Uh, yeah, I, I think it's time to go to school. Uh, here's your master class. He took on them how, to church. On how to uh, make an action film. Oh, Boom. It is so good. And I'm going to go ahead and repeat what everybody else is saying. Feminist as fuck. That, it is by comparison. The thing that makes me like cringe at that is why is that something that we need to be praising that should because, just be no i know but it doesn't and so it has to be acknowledged because it's not happening regularly or at all it is I special just, in that it doesn't happen a a disabled warrior woman that no, at no point during the film do they ever mention a that she's a woman and b that she's disabled come on if this were if this were like a Disney um, uh, Avengers film, they would have had a whole subplot on how that's a thing. Yeah, that's that's fair. I don't know. I I feel like it's I'm 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 like throwing out the baby with the bathwater here because it is amazing that it was an action here a female action hero and it wasn't. Like in spite of being a woman, right? Or yeah. or it wasn't like she just, she, no, there had to have mentioned. this horrible it's like motivating backstory, yeah. That to to like that that's great. Um, you don't. Get I just I, I, I guess I'm not like condemning Fury Road's message or or its or its decisions more that it just sucks that 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 has to be that yeah yeah that has that to this be is like oh my god this is such a groundbreaking feminist thing just because a dude isn't. Like dudes aren't at the lead of it. It ha- well, if we don't acknowledge it, if we don't celebrate it, then the powers that be in Hollywood. Oh, the movie going public is celebrating it. No, I know, but yeah. the, but by and large, movie studios don't do that. In fact, they go out of their way not to do that. Yeah, yeah, but the studios are just gonna crap on it anyway. I mean, look at what the studios did to Age of Ultron because the studio needed stuff. I think I think that this movie is better served being celebrated for being an awesome action film and just like 
we don't have to say how incredibly feminist it is. It's I, a oh, great I, I disagree emphatically. Emphatically disagree. Then let us agree to disagree because I think that the fact that this movie stands as a testament to filmmaking. I, I just, I don't trust uh, movie studios to well, be they're that not, smart. They're not going to do it right anyway. They're not going to, they're not going to turn around and make action movies that aren't covered in needless but exposition. Not, but, yeah, but not unless, not unless the public by and large is, exceed, is exceedingly vocal about what they want. The public votes with their dollars. And this movie proves that not only can you do a great film that stands on its own, but you can do a great film that doesn't, that, that doesn't pander, that doesn't talk down to yeah. women specifically. Yeah, but the fact that like we have to comment on it is kind of talking down the point a little bit, in my opinion. Like, uh, no. Disagree no, with yeah, me that's... all you want. I'm, I'm kind of with you on this, no. yeah. Yeah, the but... fact where it's like, oh my God, y'all did such a good job with your movie about <laughs> girls. You did it. That's I'm so not, happy. Stop. I, I know that's not that. what I'm saying or I know, what anybody else is saying. That's not what you're saying. Or anybody but else for that matter. Intrinsically, it it bothers me you, that hey, this film can't just be a great film. It has to be a great film. No, it and can't. And also, it shouldn't. girl power, guys. Yeah. I think it does. I think it absolutely does because to not bring it up is a huge disservice to what it what it's actually doing yeah but it was just being a film where a woman was the action hero in it and now everyone's like oh my god are yeah, we name, name are we so progressive let's pat ourselves no, on well, the I don't, back well, i don't it. well i don't know i don't know if i'm not doing that i don't know if i i personally don't know who else is doing that but maybe they are but because uh, I think I think tolerance comes when people don't have to applaud themselves for being tolerant. When we get there, I will buy you a beer. Until then, I think I think it's important to talk about it. Send your opinions <laughs> about feminism to epicpodcast at gmail.com. We want to hear from you, world. <laughs> Um, so I know uh, we got into uh, summer movies and stuff. Yeah. Um, I feel like maybe our listeners would like to hear about what we've been up to in the past month. I know I've done some stuff. I don't, think, like I don't to, think I've done anything like podcast chat. worthy. Yeah, uh, you've probably done. The, I know the thing that you're going to talk about. Yeah. And it's probably the most interesting thing that any of us did in the past month. Yeah. I, I don't think I've done anything podcast worthy. Except, I mean, I, I, I read um, Batman 41. And I have all kinds of feels and opinions on it, but I think it's too soon to talk about it. Yeah, uh, I I went to Vegas. Yeah, how was? Let me do that briefly because I feel like my off. thing is going to be an opening act for your thing. Okay, cool. I got two things actually. Oh dear. Oh. All well, right. one is less cool than the other. God. No, I'm just a jet. Fucking summer. hog up all the time. No, I'm just kidding. We don't because Lugo and I don't have shit to talk about because we don't do anything because we're miserable misanthropes. Um, <laughs> well, earlier this month, I went to Las Vegas, Nevada for the 25th annual Burlesque Hall of Fame weekend. Burlesque. What? My mind went to a musical that the, the, the 25th annual Putnam County Spelling Bee. Oh. Um, <clears throat> it, is the, it, is a, it is an annual gathering in the desert. Um, well, in where there's Las a Vegas. in Las Vegas, where there Which is, is a desert, a thousand burlesque performers from all over the world come and they perform. There are four days of shows, a bunch of legends. Um, some of the uh, pioneers of burlesque are, are there's a night that showcases them, there's a night that showcases sort of the innovators, the, the new fresh blood. There's a night where there's uh, a competition where people compete for categories like uh, best debut and, and best 
duet and best group number and uh, and Queen, uh, Miss Exotic World, the, the mm-hmm. big title. And then the, the final night were a bunch of previous uh, kings and queens of, of, of uh, Burlesque Hall of Fame perform. And you go there and you spend four days and there's a show every night and the shows are four to five hours long. Four of them. Oh, uh, and so it's in Vegas. But you get to see like lots of your friends from Burlesque who live in other cities or who live in New York and you don't see them in New York because you never leave your apartment. Um, <laughs> so I went. I haven't been in a long time. I, last time I went was 2011. This is my first time since then, uh, four years later. Um, and it was fun. Look, Vegas is really hard for me. <laughs> Vegas is I Vegas is Vegas is a terrible, terrible place for somebody with my set of issues yes. because it is uh, you, it is You have addictive you have you have a very addictive personality. That's a decent way of putting it. And you are prone to indulging in things that may not be the best decision for it's you. It's just a glittery, shining sarlacc pit in the middle of the desert <laughs> that is filled with 24 hours of gambling and drugs and prostitution and violence. I didn't see any violence, but no, I, I there's, assume there's, there's, there's no violence. It's it's just every any whore, anything that I that you can identify as a vice in the 21st century is just being handed to you on a sparkly platter uh, every moment. And I don't indulge in these things, but boy, is it hard to be around it 24 <laughs> hours a day, especially when you're going to a five-hour burlesque show every Oh, night. dear. Uh, I'm very glad you survived. Yeah, Thanks. I'm, I'm, glad, I'm glad you made it back in one piece. It was fun. I know a lot of people have fun, and I did have fun. And it is, if, if you are considering going, and everybody should go once. You can go yeah, see the museum and like go see the show. Go. The Legends no. show. Is is especially great. Uh, it it is a lot of fun, and it is, it is something to behold. And you'll never see anything like it. And I did see a lot of incredible talent, a lot of amazing performances. Um, but it is an endurance test that is is really designed for somebody who isn't me. Many years ago, <laughs> I was a man of every vice and was just would just wallow around like a pig in slop in Vegas and now i'm a man of fear and social anxiety so being uh, um among all of this chaos just makes me nervous and scared so it's it's a lot harder for me to be there now than it used to be so behoff burlesque call of fame weekend was a lot of fun vegas remains hell on earth okay all right well, I'm, 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 well, I'm glad you made it back. Uh, none too worse for wear. Thanks. And, uh... and congratulations to Trixie Little, the new Miss Exotic World. Da, 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 da. No one's going to know who that is. Well, uh, we do. She's from New York. To this, yeah. we'll, we'll put her uh, website in the doobly-doo. Yeah. The show notes. The doobly-doo. Uh, what did you do that was uh, so uh, podcast-worthy? Oh, I did a couple things. Uh... I was, for the first time, a part of the New York Funny Songs Festival. Oh, right. Uh, Jessica Delfino's oh, right. music Jessica thing, Delfino's yes. at her new venue, The Unicorn, Ooh. Um, which was really lovely. It was, is this, was this like a first annual thing? No, this, this festival ha- is in its fourth year. Oh, okay. Um, but it was the first year Jessica procured a space in Chinatown called The Unicorn. Okay. And a lot of the events happened. Well, she owns it. that space? She owns that oh, space. Oh, okay. Um, 
Wait, who's I'm, Jessica Delfino? She's you a, know Jessica Delfino? You don't know Jessica no. Delfino? She's a, a solo comedy musician. She used to be in a band called Haunted Pussy many years ago. <laughs> That's a good she's, name. She's made a bunch of music videos that have uh, kind of gone viral. Oh, okay. My yeah. Pussy is Magic. You don't know no. that song? She has a song about dolphins raping people. Uh, we will add it to the I first show met her when, when I first moved to New York in 2004. I, I met her and I... I Somehow fell into booking a variety show, and I'm. Oh, that's how that you way. met her. Yeah, yeah. and she. she oh, did the show a bunch all right. Of times. But uh, she's got some great stuff. She's yeah, she's phenomenal. Uh, I'll have to check her out. Yeah, Killy Mockstar was also uh, a contributor that, to the to the evening. Uh, friend of the podcast, friend, a past guest. Yeah, yes, very cool lady. Um, uh, it was it was so lovely. It was like four three days. It was Thursday, Friday, and Saturday uh-huh. of just like funny musicians hanging out. Oh, and, that's cool. And it all culminated with the. 50 funny songs competition <laughs> so it was 50 performers doing just two minute songs and it was hosted by the reformed whores which they're awesome i love them they it was at the creek in the cave and it was fucking packed like i like performed we were just like trying to slide through people like trying to get to the stage so we went in like 10 like 10 people chunks yeah yeah, and yeah they were in yeah. like the tiny little dressing room in the back of the creek yeah, and yeah. it was it was phenomenal and i discovered my new favorite band obsession what's that uh they are a comedy rap duo called squirm and germ and uh <laughs> i and germ. all right i love them they just had a new ep drop called naked on a horse and i can't recommend it enough it's super funny it's all super right. high energy they have this song called i need a nap Aww. and i think y'all would love it uh, they're just they're just they're okay. These well, two then we'll, we'll put who... uh, we'll put Jessica in the show notes. We'll put. Yeah. Hold on a second. Band. When you say we'll throw something yeah. up in the show notes, does that mean you're going to do it, or does that mean that one of the two of us, are, like Rachel, uh, no, Rachel is actually going to be doing? I'll do it. Yeah. It's fine. Okay. Yeah. She's, okay. A, she's the one writing it down. Say, I would have done it uh, later, but she's no, right you now. wouldn't have. Yeah, I would. No. That's cool. I've always listen. Done it. It's part of my internship because apparently I'm still an intern on this show. Word. Uh, well, that that sounds like a whole lot of fun. It was a it yeah. was a great time. It is was... there is there a competition aspect of it or is yeah, it the just that was a fifty? Oh, I see. Yeah, then, um, then how uh, how do you how was the winner selected from that? Audience votes. Oh, okay. And the winner uh, got a a chance to work with a a DP on a new music video. So they got a music oh, video nice. done for them for free. Nice. Which is super Who cool. Won? Uh, I can't remember his name. Hmm. It fell out of my brain. But he was really funny, apparently. He was, yeah. He has a song um, where the hook is, "Look at your phone, look at your phone, look at your phone." So everyone's like looking at their phone, and I was like, "He won," because hmm. that is just, that's taking it and flipping it. I loved it. Um, but congratulations, sir. I am sorry I forgot your name. I can't put you in the doobly doo. Oh. Um, but after that, I there's, there's no way to find out. Well, yeah. I mean, I can look it up later and okay. put it in the doobly doo. I can guess. post a link to the funny songs fest in the doobly-doo yeah i'll do that i'll do that um super fun uh but this... don't you worry yourself lugo i got this. You, don't, you don't have to do it <laughs> mama's driving this you don't have to do any google research i know it's exhausting machine. for you it's frightening Whew. i have both my eyes uh so what's the other thing uh this past saturday i was part of the third annual Smallest penis in Brooklyn pageant. Oh, okay. For yeah. the second year in a row you, after you Birth Monkey about that last year. was yeah, yeah was the the one of the musical guests. Right, right, right. And it was just a thrilling experience. Was it better this year? Was it, it in a was, bigger space? Yeah, because it's in the new the Kings County Saloon, oh, okay. which is the you know we did we did my bloody birthday show there. Yes, that space. Yes, oh, that's yeah, a good yeah. space. And uh, it was. 
just delightful. Oh, good. Because that, that first space where I saw it in was It was, horrible. like, tiny. Isn't that the I one mean, where they had, like, they had some weird, like, plumbing problem that day, too? Like, yeah. it got backed up and there was a stench uh, of, stu- of sewage yeah. Yeah. permeating the venue while the smallest penis pageant was going on? Yes. Uh, definitely an improvement this year Good. with the Who new hosted? venue. Who same, The same Chicken Bitches. Queen? Yeah. Great. Uh, lovely, lovely human. Yeah, no, she's uh, just very a, funny. Just an incredible day of just celebrating... Tiny dicks. Tiny dicks and just being body positive. Chicken Bitches in the very beginning. She's like, if you came to make fun, you get the fuck out. Yeah. And it was just, that was the tone for the day. And everyone was just so supportive. And since there was a, a nicer space for everyone, we performers and contestants all got to hang out down in the down in the basement. Is sort of like our green room area. And I oh. got to hang out with, with Rip Van Dinkle and Cromwell and Puzzle Master and just like... And, and chat with them and just like these, these were the see, contestants yeah see what their impetus was yeah. for being in the in the pageant and they're just lovely dudes just really sweet they guys. Just, were, did they, did yeah. they uh, were they there because they got the joke and they just want to be on the funny or yeah yeah uh, two of them uh, Rip Van Dinkle and Puzzle Master had competed in years previous and oh. were actually the runners up Oh. Uh, Van Dinkle was runner-up first year, and oh, I didn't, oh, I didn't, I didn't realize that prior year. contestants can come. Yeah, back. Yeah, you can come back if you want to. Oh, and really? uh, congratulations to Puzzle Master on his victory. Yay, Puzzle uh, Master! He he has the smallest dick in Brooklyn. Yeah. Also, a uh, really great aspect of the penis pageant was it was Star Wars themed. <laughs> was so great. <laughs> Wait, was was last year themed as well? Uh, Probably, but they didn't have the space to accommodate. Oh, I see. Right, right, But right. this okay. year, since they have, like, the projector and, like, a yeah. sound system yeah. and they yeah. have, like, video elements, it was incredible. I can't wait to see what they do in, in year four. It's a great, great show. There's a lot of articles around to read about it. I always read my coverage of the of the Small Penis pageant on Gothamist. Gothamist is Every year. One. They have a nice... They have yeah. Nice slideshow. Um, I, I saw. I saw a picture of you in my. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I made glorious tiny penis pasties and whipped them out Aww. for the delight of all the throngs all, of people, all the women there. Yes, <laughs> it was great. It was. Uh, it was. It was lovely to just run around and be like, I'm not wearing a shirt. <laughs> um, at last year's smallest penis pro- uh, pageant, um, uh, during an omission, I was standing outside. I guess waiting for you and Mark to be done with your set. Yes. And I met the most racist uh, New Jersey uh, housewife outside. <laughs> uh, was Were they the, having the most racist New Jersey housewife pageant on the sidewalk outside um, the venue? You know what? They could have been, huh. and she would have won. Did, was she wearing a sash? Uh, no, but I would have. I would have made one for her had I known. No, she was like she came. She came in. And she was basically a New Jersey housewife who's, ne- who's never been anywhere. And like, this is her day off and her big trip to the city. And she's going to do something fun and New York-y. And um, didn't get the joke of the smallest penis pageant. And basically came to like ogle naked men. Didn't realize that it was like a downtown cabaret, essentially a huge joke. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then, so she kind of complained about that. I'm like, oh, okay, I guess I'm sorry you're disappointed. I guess it wasn't what you were signed up for. But then she also went on to talk about uh, complaining about her ethnic uh, uh, cab driver. Oh. Who, uh, uh, her main beef was that, mostly her main beef was that, she, that is that he was ethnic. Uh, 
Well, do not let the events of the second annual smallest penis in Brooklyn pageant deter you. The third annual was full of people full of love and yes. joy and wonder. Yeah. And surely the fourth will deliver more. And the fourth Well, is I mean it, gonna... it sounds like it was a it was a bigger it was a bigger venue, bigger uh bigger crowd. Everybody yeah. seemed more uh comfortable and, and You guys and... are like in now too. Yeah. It's like two yeah. years we, after birth. You're like, yeah. you're, like we were, you're practically we were, house band at this we, thing now. We might be. Um we <laughs> we were down there talking to to Bobby and we and we just looked at him and we we're like, if you want us to be more involved in what's going on, like next year, we want to do more of this right. and be a part of this even harder than we have been. You know, instead of just doing a 20 minute set, you know, let us do like other things. Let us participate more because we, uh-huh. I feel like After Birth Monkey was made for this pageant. <laughs> I feel like we fell into it and we were just like, we belong here. I mean, you wrote a song. Yeah, you wrote, you wrote a song called Tiny Dick. We are a little dick centric. It's fine. Whatever. Uh, well, congratulations. Oh, no. Congratulations. The congratulations yeah. go to Puzzle Master. The well, fair enough. Fair enough. But champion. I mean, uh, congratulations on the gig and doing really, really well. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Check it out next year. Fourth annual Brooklyn's Smallest Penis Adam. What? It's going to be real. Uh, yeah. yeah. You want to dig into that mailbag? Yeah. yeah. Let's do this. There's probably something fun in there. <laughs> Hold on. I'm shaking it. It's jingling. Ooh, All right. Goody. Well, then let's do that. All right. So uh, we will take a quick break and we'll be right back after this. Just had my tongue depressed to wait the blood test. Not feeling very good, not feeling like I should, not feeling like I could if I would be feeling better. Time to break free from all this insanity and break free from this better. There's only one thing in this world that'll ever make me feel better. I need a nap. I need a nap. I need a nap. I need a nap. What? I need a nap. 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 I need a nap, I need a nap, don't need a devil's breast over a friend. I need a nap, I need a nap, give me a pillow and blanket, let me grab. Yeah, you tap that nap, I'll take over. Yes. I need that R-E-M real B-A-D, that's right, I got two. Super basic needs to me, and those be eating a lot. And getting goddamn sleep, I had to tap that ass. Wish I were napping in class. I need a nap. I need a nap. I need a nap. I need a nap. What? I need a nap. 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 Don't need a devil espresso or a friend. Need a nap. Need a nap. Give me a pillow, a blanket, let me rest. Yeah, that's right. Y'all do what you gotta do. Roll what you gotta roll. Drink what you gotta drink. I'll be back in like 15 minutes, uh, you know, after I get my nap, 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 nap,
nap, yes, a blessed nap, y'all. Ladies and gentlemen, this month on the program, we're going to dig into our Gmail account and answer emails that we have ignored for the past couple of months. <laughs> mail time, mail time, mail time. Reading the mail. Uh, I'm just going to sample that and use that in the, the future. Next that, little, that little jingle that you, the two of you just collaborated on. That was nice. Did we just start a band? Uh, no. So now granted, some of these are follow-ups, follow-up emails from... Yes. Actual advice shows that we did in uh, February February. and April. Oh, good memory. Yeah. Good memory. Um, Yeah, well, I mean, I like follow-ups because I like to know what our listeners are doing. You know? Yeah, it's otherwise, nice. Otherwise, I'm just guessing. Then we're just living in a microcosm of one instant in the right. life of our fan. Yeah. I, I, when, when, I build, when I build the epic uh, podcast scrapbook, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put all of these uh, notes in there and so that we can follow along what everybody's doing. That would imply that you keep some sort of notes or documentation of any of this. Ladies Ooh, and gentlemen, burn. this has been the Epic Podcast episode 33. Uh, all right. Well, go ahead. Uh, go ahead, Rachel. Um, do the very first all right, email. Our very first email comes from E. Jackson. Uh, who I believe wrote to us before. Mm-hmm. Uh, hey, Epic Peeps. I just wanted to say thanks for giving me advice about whether or not to go to college. Oh. Thanks to you, I've decided to try to get into a decent college. Oh. So yeah, just wanted to say thanks, E. Aww. Jackson. By the way, not that it matters much. In not from I'm not from the UK. I just sort of picked up mum from watching stupid amounts of Doctor Who. Right. Oh, oh right. this was the guy who wanted to know whether or not it was a good idea to go to college to study um, stagecraft. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, the technical aspect of yeah. yes yeah. and we encouraged yes yes unanimously unanimously, unanimously. because yes. it's a good choice uh, and then and then I remarked whether or not he was British because he said mum yeah yeah yeah. Oh. Well, good for you, E. Jackson. We're really uh, proud. Yeah. If you, if you end up getting into a New York college, please hit us up. Yeah. We'll make you a guest. Oh, I think I think you might be promising more than you can deliver. <laughs> You can be a guest on the podcast that I'll just pretend to do in my in my room. Uh, fair enough. And I'll interview you, and then I'll field report. It. You'll do a field report of E. Jackson's progress in his technical school. Yes. Now what? I will. To hell with that. If E. Jackson makes it to New York, it for college, not just like coming. For college. If you get into a New York City college, Columbia uh-huh. or NYU or something like that, right? Rutgers. That's a, Rutgers. That you know what. 
Yep, we'll have you on. We'll have you on the we'll day yep. on the show. Right, yeah, yeah. You, you know what? I'm you can on board. You can come. Yep. I'm on board. I'm on board. Yes. Talking out of my yes. ass. If you, no, I'm if, into if, it. If you, yes, if you get into a New York school, come over here and we will interview the fuck out of you. Awesome. You can hang out and, and see what we look like while we do this. Yeah. <laughs> it's one, No one's wearing pants. It's one third pretty. <laughs> I won't tell you. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Which third is pretty? It's one third surly and one third brilliant. Oh, all right. We'll let the listeners uh, decide. Uh, hey, you know what? Uh, here's here's a question for the for the listeners. Uh, email us at epicpodcast at gmail dot com. Mary fuck kill. No. <laughs> Who would you marry? Fuck kill from the epic podcast. Email your answers to the epic podcast. It doesn't have to be marry fuck kill. You could be like we could call the game the pretty one, the funny one, and the other one. <laughs> Yes. Guys, that's not fair because I'm going to get both pretty and funny. That, I'm going to get the other one. That's not and... You're both the other one. Uh, I'll, I'll take it. It's we'll my take podcast it. We'll now, bitches. It. We'll take it. Um, all right, I'll take the next one. Um, dear Rachel, Schaefer, and Lugo. That's us. That, wow. Hey, that's our names. I... Uh, is there something in the arts that you have not yet pursued that you've always wanted to try? If so, what? And why? Oh. Love and stuff. M Storm. Oh, M Storm. I don't know information about you, and I'm not saying congratulations about anything. <laughs> <laughs> I hope if you have your own podcast, I'm just, I'm just gonna let's just theorize that you have your own podcast. I hope sure. it's yeah. going well. Yeah, I hope it is. Yeah. And the other one, and possibly the third one, especially possibly the third one. Right. Um, I would I would love to answer this because I have I have an answer for this. Is I, there well, some, I is, think we should all answer. Yes. Go ahead. Is okay, there something in the arts that you have not yet pursued that you've always wanted to, tr- to try? Go for it. Why? Yes, there effing is. Is there now? Yes. Please Go for tell it. it. Please, <clears throat> please enlighten us. <clears throat> Tap dancing. <gasps> really? I I respond really strongly every time i see a good tap dancing number huh. either in a like a in a film or in a burlesque show or variety show yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. somehow i am captivated by tap dancing because it's the combination of dancing and drums um and okay. i okay i played drums for many 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 years uh, i'm a terrible dancer sure. but i like the idea that the, uh movement of one's feet makes an audible rhythm that other people can uh, enjoy. A per- like a percussion rhythm i have thought many times about I, and and have 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 done 
cursory amounts of internet research onto where I could start taking tap dancing lessons in New York. And it's always after a show. It's always after I go to a show and I and see somebody, somebody and then I have it, yeah. some drinks and I talk to somebody and I'm like, you know what I've always wanted to do? I've always wanted to try <laughs> tap dance. And then I see somebody do it and then I come home and I keep on drinking and, uh-huh. and I start a fight on the internet and then during that fight, then I go and I Google, <laughs> well, where can I take tap dancing lessons? And then I wake up in the morning and I look at my search history and I go, you fucking mess. <laughs> <laughs> but it has uh, for for since I was a kid I've always oh. been interested in tap dance. Listen, yeah. oh, I okay. If you ever wanted to actually go, I have I have my own pair of tap shoes and I would go with you to Astoria Fine Arts just up the road from here. They, they do tap take, lessons. We could take a tap class together. A little step ball change. We could flap oh. our little hearts a to little, death. A little chick, chick. Flapping yeah. is the only only tap move I know how to Flat do. Flat ball change. Flat ball change. I'm I can kind of tap dance a little. Yeah. I'm terrible at it, but I can like I can do I can do like. I took flap, I took flap, six flap. weeks oh, of tap it. in my acting school. Yeah, I took tap when I was in college as and part I, of my And I know how to flap, and I know how to shuffle off the buffalo. I cannot shuffle off and the buffalo. And that's the only thing I know. I wow. just can't get my brain yeah. around. It. I also could not pot a bourree to save my life in ballet class. I was like, "What? How is your foot behind you and then in front of you again?" And my ballet master was just like, "I don't understand why you're not getting this." I'm like, "I'm an idiot." So. I think I, I used to be able to do a really good grand plie, a grand plie. Ooh, yeah. Yeah, but that's but that's. Oh, it. I miss ballet now. Um, well, I did. I did not know that about you, Shaker. Yeah. Wow. And now that I'm talking about it right now, I feel like I'm going to... You want to sign up? I, I want to look into it again. Yeah. <laughs> Let's... I'm not kidding. Let's do it. Uh, uh, It'd be fun. Uh, it would be fun. Be if really you fun. want to see Schaefer take a, ba- uh, a tap dance class, uh, send an email to epicpiecast at gmail.com. Or don't. Or don't. Or do. What about you guys? Nelson? Uh, oh, man. Um... There are many, many things I wish I'd, I'd been able to do. I think, just pick one. I think, I think the one thing that I'm just really jealous of is um, being able to uh, illustrate, like be, be a, oh. a, a draw, like being, being able to draw something, like take something from my brain and my imagination and manifest it physically in a two-dimensional form. I can't draw a, a straight line to save my life and... I've always just been incredibly envious of people who can just like sit down with a piece of paper and a pencil and just create something. I just, uh, it's, it's a, it's a skill that is just beyond me. I've actually taken drawing classes before and I've taken art classes before and I've just, I just don't, of all the talents that I have, it just, I am not blessed with that particular skill. Um, I am deficient in that. I just don't understand it. And, um, I'm both jealous and, Maybe you just need the right motivation. Yeah. Like what? Like, Lugo, I want you to draw me like one of your French girls. <laughs> I want you to draw me wearing this. Wearing only this. He's referencing his headphones. No. Uh, Wait, is that really the heart of the ocean you have over there? Yes. Well, <gasps> I'll never tell. <laughs> <laughs> um. You said you'd never let go, Schaefer. <laughs> said you'd never let go. True. Why did you do that, Rose? That was so stupid. I hate the, I hate the part where, where he calls her stupid. Yeah. I Otherwise, hate, a great film. I hate the part uh, where the ship sinks. Yeah, I, I hate the part where they both think they can't fit on that plane. All right. Look, the, oh, that's God. already okay. the end. Really, really made that they joke. both can oh. fit on that. Rachel. Um, but Rachel, yes. 
Um, something that I haven't tried because I feel like I've tried practically everything. There's got no. There's something. Um, I think I'd really like to join an improv troupe. To be honest, I. Ooh. I like making stuff up all the time, and I think that would be. I've I've gotten up on stage and like played with improv troops at the end of their set, right? But it's just like I don't have any technical skill, you know. I know yes and, and that's it. Oh right, um, right, right. The the, the techniques, yeah, and, and, the, and the methodologies, and the, and the, and the fine minutia of sure, creating sure. the methodology, the theory behind yeah, it. Yeah, I think I'd like to do that, and also I'd like to get into voiceover work. Oh. Um, which I think would be really, really fun. I've, I've actually thought about doing that myself, yeah. but I don't, I mean, I, I'm, I don't do accents and I'm horrible at like um, manipulating my voice to do other things. Uh-huh. Like I would love to, I would love to be hired to just sound the way I already sound, but mm-hmm. that's not going to happen. So I'm a, I'm a voicing a bad guy in an indie game <gasps> presently. What? Well, they're, they're sending, Why did you tell me this? They're sending me scripts, and I like I record a chunk of the script, and I send it back, and then they're they're still sending me more. Can you talk about it, or is it like an NDA thing, or? Uh, I sh- shouldn't yet because it's not finished, and it probably won't be finished for a long time. But okay. when it's when the when it's finished, I'll I'll talk about it on the episode, and if yeah. there's like somewhere where one can download okay. it. But right now, Very it's cool. so it's not it's not a console game; it's a PC game. Yeah. Okay. And it's like it's it's small. It's like an indie developer. Huh. Why am I just finding about this now? Huh? Why don't you ever fucking talk to me, Schaefer? Oh my uh, god, you never call, you never write. Didn't I tell Schaefer. you about Vegas? I told you about Vegas. So. <laughs> you told me about so Vegas. We're good. Yes. We're good. Yes. All right. Um but yeah, I guess well thank you, uh M Storm. Thank you. And um congratulations. And uh <laughs> Yeah, for for whatever, because surely something awesome has happened to you recently. So we'll just say congratulations for yeah, that. If, yeah, uh, if anything, on behalf of all of us here at the Epic Podcast, <laughs> congratulations to Storm, and also Sbiz, uh, especially Sbiz, especially Sbiz. Oh, this is this one's long. It's all yours, baby. Do okay. It. Um, oh, I, I I don't know what this name is. <laughs> oh my god. That is a really complicated... I'm going to go with it. I'm going to go phonetically yeah, and I'm going to butcher it. All yeah, right. do it. Butcher. This next email comes to us from an E. Viorson. That's so... That's so would, you guys, would you guys back that up? Viorson? Yeah, I'll okay. go with it. This yeah. is from an Viorson. E. Viorson. Viorson. Can you, can you do this entire email in a terrible yeah. Danish Yeah, it's God, really no. good. Good God, no. Um, <laughs> who writes... In your latest episode, you guys were wondering where your listeners are from, and since I flaunt this whenever I can, seriously, I have a problem, I wanted to let you know you have a listener from Iceland. What? I've seriously started sentences with, as an Icelander, dot, 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 (laughs) I feel like such a tool. I love you. I just wanted to throw this into the mail that I missed this. That I missed you guys last month. Oh, oh so you must have sent this. Uh, oh, when we took the month break. April, and we took a break off yeah. for, or a month off for March. I just want to throw this into the mail that I missed you guys last month. Aww. I never know how to go about expressing that I notice when episodes go MIA on the network. I want the makers to know that there is at least one person out there who misses them, Aww. that hopes everything is okay, and that they will be back soon. Aww. But there's no way to do that without coming off passive aggressive. Oh, there's plenty I of dare you guys to try without having to write slash say an essay about how you're not trying to apply pressure and that you know that the makers have their own lives with jobs and friends and obligations and that all these podcasts are only hobbies and how you know you're not entitled to their time and lives. Yeah, you're seeing the problem in action right now. So what I'm saying is, hope you guys are having a good day. Glad to get another episode. Oh. With, Beth, with best regards... E. Viorsen. 
You know what, Mister? You brought your or or, or Ms. Or, or actually, I don't know. Yeah, there's no there's no way to tell. Um, this name, so this name Ms. is stunning. By so the way, there is I'm no gender it. specific honorific. So Ms. or 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 Mister Vyarson, you're now my best friend. Uh, this was great. Yeah. Um, um, actually, it, the easiest way to do that is just say, "Hey, I missed you guys last month." Yeah. That's it. That's all you really need. Never, to say. never be a never be afraid to show yeah. your your care for someone. Your, I, your feels are valid. Heart. I am touched no, that you okay. took the time to tell us that you missed us for a month and that you're so incredibly self-aware that you <laughs> framed it in a way that separates yourself from every other piece of mail I get from fans. Yes. Like, yeah. Which I, I, that's not true. Not everybody's like that. But it is like a big thing when you like if you have an Internet based fan base um, that they will. There's off, there's often a sense of entitlement. Yes. If you're not if you don't appear yeah. somewhere. They express that to you uh, in this extreme disappointment in a way that you owe them something and you seem to be really cautious to avoid doing that. And just the fact that you are cautious to avoid doing that touches my heart. Yeah. yeah I, and as well as this is you a, writing to us yeah, this is a very from beautiful. Europe yeah. to tell us that you missed us. That's oh, also but, very by touching. By the way, if I was from Iceland, I would start every sentence with, I'm an Icelander. As an all Icelander. the time. Yeah. Uh, this was touching and very beautiful. Thank you so much for sending this. Thank uh, you. We and it's funny as hell. Thank you. This yeah. was wonderful. Uh, and and we also missed that month too. We, you yeah. know. Um, but you know, when when we do miss months, you know, trust, believe us in that. We are just as upset about it as as you might be. Yeah. So follow up question for um, you in Iceland on your currency. Are there pictures of Bjork? Send us your response <laughs> at epicpodcast at gmail <laughs> I want I want someone in our listening pool to turn this episode into a drinking game for every time we say epicpodcast at gmail.com. Uh, and then send us your drunk emails out. I think you just announced it. Everybody stop and start the episode over. Yes. Drink. Uh, all right. Well, that's I, I don't. All right. What's some. Oh, thank you. Thank you. For holy your... shit balls. Oh, is this one a long one? It's a long one. All right. Uh, All right. This email comes from one KY. Oh, you're, okay, cool. You get it. I will do this one. <laughs> Thank you. Um, more details slash update. Hey, Lugo, Schaefer, and Rachel. Hi. Hey, guys. Hi. Um, sorry for the lack of details in my last email. Um, I work in a small computer service company. There are three of us. Stop right there. Yes. So this is somebody who wrote to us during the career advice Yes, episode. this is the one who said, how do I tell my boss? <gasps> right. He's being a creep. Being a terrible human. Got yeah. it. Got it. Got it. Got it. Uh, the owner, the secretary, and me. That's the three employees. Mm-hmm. I have spoken with the secretary about the owner's antics, and she is even more frustrated than me. So much so that she put in her two weeks notice on Monday. This was uh, back in May. So she has long since left the company, I would imagine. Uh, They have been involved with each other in an extra marital affair for almost two years. Whoa, scandal. Wait, was he married or she married? Maybe he'll say. Um, They both could be. She wants to live together and he has been getting divorced, in quotations, for the last eight months. So she has decided to move on in the romantic and employment areas of her life. Good for her. This means there will be more of a workload around the office and I won't see my boss as often, which will give him less time to be an asshole. 
That's, I guess, one way of looking at it. Uh, Silver lining that shit, man. I think you also asked for why I say he's an asshole. That's true. We did. We because did. We did. Yeah. because you were kept saying that your boss was was being very difficult. And right. we're like, well, we need to know what kind of a jerk Right, right, exactly. Because so. that, that played a big role. Here is the list. <laughs> I love this. Here it is. <clears throat> Shows up late. Spends all day working on personal business. Bitches to everyone about not having enough build time for the day. He is responsible for half. I'm responsible for the rest. If you say something that he thinks is funny, he repeats it about every 15 minutes until you wish you had never, until you would wish he had never said it. If he says something and you laugh, it will be repeated every day for years. (laughs) If he claims, he claims to want to help people, then talk shit about them behind their backs. I have been the target of this. Oh. He lets Billing get behind and takes it out on everyone around him, but he won't let anyone else handle the Billing. He refuses to call people by their real names, instead calling them by his own pet names, including things like The Dong, Camel Toe, Rick the Dick, Uh, Legs, uh, Jugs, etc. Oh Oh my God, I fucking hate this guy. Yeah. The worst of it is when he starts making fun of my wife's depression. <gasps> oh, Jesus Christ. Shit just got real. Um, and telling him that it's not okay or funny or cool only works for about a week. But then if anyone picks on him, he gets all butthurt and pissed off. I don't want to leave the job. I enjoy working here when he's not being a dick, and I'm pretty good at it. I just don't know what to do about all the shit I put up with. Maybe I just need to rant and blow off some steam from time to time. It's not worse than cleaning fresh jizz. So there's that. Thanks. <laughs> Thanks for reminding me. Uh, I forgot about that. Oh, yeah. Sorry, Chase. Well, fuckity fuckballs. Ken Wise, is... there has to be somebody in this company it's... you can go talk to. Well, um... no, there's only there's only three of them. He said that. It was, it was the owner, the secretary, and him. Can and he, the secretary left. So now it's just him and the boss. Can he contact, like, OSHA about... But there's so many nicknames, though. How, yeah. how does he have... Is one person nicknamed the Don Camel Toe Rick the Dick Legs and Jugs? No, I guess... I feel like that's probably, like, other clients. Like, yeah, I oh. guess clients or or freelancers or, or other yeah, things. Yeah, I'm not sure, you know. like, what exactly this job is and what it entails. Yeah, if there's no HR department. Yeah. I mean, he's, he's, he's reprehensible. Very. Um, any any company that was large enough to had an HR firm, you would be able to go and lodge a complaint. And right. this guy yeah. wouldn't. He would have had. He would have a record of complaints, and he would. He would have be been there fired. Anymore. He would have yeah. fired from his own company. That's just you can't uh-huh. call somebody jugs. Yeah. yeah. Like, no. Good that's, God, no. That's grounds for termination alone. Or but legs. If it's his own personal small business, and you're an employee of his, and there's and he is the absolute top person in the company that you can go to, and there's nobody else. <laughs> I'm afraid you're going to have to push him down a set of stairs. Yeah. Preferably <laughs> stairs made of concrete because this guy is a fucking monster and he's never going to learn. No. Uh, no. Because he's not, he's not getting, there's no negative consequence to his shitty behavior. No. Yeah. There's no, no one, there's no one who's going to breathe down his neck and make him behave because right. he's, because the, he's the boss. He's the boss. He is the top, boss. he's the top of the um, pyramid, as they say. Um, since well, I'm since murder is kind of illegal. Um, I didn't say murder. Whoa, yeah, slow down. Whoa, Rachel. whoa, whoa. Oh, I'm Who said sorry. Don't put murder. words in my mouth. Oh, I'm sorry. 
I just assumed that we were. <laughs> no. No. Oh, so we're teaching hoping, them a lesson. We're hoping for a, a maiming. <laughs> well, like paralysis tops. Yeah. Yeah. I think that would just make this man more insufferable. Sure, but uh, KYs wouldn't have to deal with him. I don't know. The thing There's... is, I don't. I don't know what it is that he actually does. But I. I. I guess. What I would do, and I'm not suggesting you do what I do, but what I would do is if your skill set is transferable to any other job in the world, like this. leave. Yeah, get out. Get the fuck out. Oh, I've got I've got a suggestion. Oh yeah? Go for it. Taze his balls. How about you write us back <laughs> and send us your boss's email address? <gasps> and we will spam him endlessly links about horrible employer behavior. Ooh. Oh, yeah. Ten ways that you can stop being a shitty boss. <gasps> Ten ways that you are actually yes. breaking the law as uh, yes. with your in the office antics. Oh, my God. And we oh, can my get, God. We yes. can get We can get our epic podcast street team, all two listeners. I mean, you don't like – we could use the epic podcast account. We could use our own it, accounts. This boss doesn't know yeah, who the no, hell we are. Fuck. It's it is not make, illegal to spam someone's it inbox. It is totally easy to make – a Gmail account called you're a shitty boss at gmail.com. Oh, it's definitely taken. <laughs> you're a that's, shitty boss at gmail.com. Yo, that's all, yeah, that's got to be already taken. Got to be. <coughs> send us your boss's email address. We'll send him a bunch of shit. Yeah. Fuck yeah, we will. Nice. I just, I want to find YouTube clips of like, you know, those uh, HR produced black and white. Yeah. Oh, like videos the, the training videos? The training videos, films. yeah. Where it's training like, videos. Looking great, Jugs, and then there's like that big red circle with a line, and it's like, "Do not address right, your it's, fellow it's employees." Got, it's got like that based old on game their show buzzer, F- yeah. you know, like. <laughs> <laughs> that is what we want to do. That is what we will do for you, KYs. I love it. We are in. We I, are. I will totally. I'm totally down for that. Vigilante email justice right now. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah, and you know what? If any of our listeners want in on this action, let us know by emailing us at epicpodcast at gmail.com. Drink. And none of us will use KYs in any of the No, texts. no. Do no, not no, no, mention no, no, no. him no. at It will be completely clean and anonymous. Yes. Uh, wowzers. But no, but basically we, we can send things that tell him that he's a shitty person. Then when he storms around the office and he's like, hey, Rick the dick, can you believe this shit? And you can be like, yeah. <laughs> yes, I can. I just read this thing about how this behavior is shitty. Can you even believe that? And you can just agree. Okay. Well, isn't it kind of? You can yeah. just like agree with us without like yeah. ag- agreeing with us. Yeah. I love it. It's like, no, I, I read I read that article. I, oh, I agree God. with the article. That's the uh, best. That's I reprehensible. Wanna... He's almost like a cartoon villain. You know what I mean? Like, it's almost... He's unbelievable. It's, he's a cliche. I fucking hate his guts. He's a, he's a fucking, like, uh, Mary Tyler Moore cliche. Makes my heart really sad. I want to watch him cry. <laughs> I want to drink his tears. Yes. All right. Okay. All right. You want the next one? Sure, I'll take the next Go one. Go for it. Um... Oh, oh, nice. Uh, this one comes from uh, E. Jackson. I don't think the same E. Jackson, but E. Jackson. Okay. Um, Wait. It's a different email address, but it's... Oh, yes. So um, I'm going to say E.L. Jackson for okay. this one. So E.L. Jackson writes, Hey, Epic Piecasters. What up? A few friends and I want to start a podcast. 
Recently, we got an opportunity to host a radio show at a local college. Oh. And I figured that'd be a pretty good place to start. My question is this. Is there anything important to keep in mind while recording or things that don't quite transfer over from radio to podcast? I can't imagine there would be, but we honestly don't really know what we're doing. (laughs) Shut up. I love the podcast and can't wait for the next month's episode. E.L. Jackson. By the way, after Schaefer's constant praise, I'm finally starting to read Lock and Key. It's pretty great so far. Oh, I love Lock and Key. I fucking love Lock and Key. Read all of Lock and Key, and when you get done, read it again. Yeah, Yeah, and cry. Because the second time is the second time's better. Oh, because yeah, because you pick up on all the details. Yeah, you you realize that they were just throwing clues at you the whole time. The whole time you get foreshadowing clues the whole time. Okay, then I'm doing it. Oh goodness. Um, Uh, Okay. Well, Uh, I mean, the, the only reason why I laughed. Uh, is because nobody here knows what they're doing either. No. No. <laughs> I mean, you've listened to this program before, right? We are not really good at this. No, we're not. We're three dicks who get together once a month and we plug our shows and then yeah. we have rambling, contentious conversations about pop culture. Yeah. Every now and then we interview a guest, which is where we are especially poor. Uh, yeah. uh, we have gotten better though. It's fun. We have fun. Yeah, we do. I don't. We I'm do. not. I don't want to be completely self-deprecating. No, no. But, this is this is the highlight of my mind. We are not. We. If you wanted advice on podcasting, I, we're yeah. We're probably not the best resource for that. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm sure. Te- I'm sure Schaefer could probably give you like some technical things, like like a like the program he uses. Oh, and some I could. Yeah, he, I could give you. Yes, I could definitely yeah. give you technical advice yeah. about microphones and recording and yeah, stuff. Yeah, but, but but in terms of like content creation. <laughs> <laughs> Your guess is as good as mine because we're still figuring it out for ourselves. Uh, well, you wait until your your joke runs out of steam after four. We'll say no. Wait till your joke runs out of steam after like twelve episodes, and then you introduce a third host. <laughs> <laughs> and hope that works out, and then it really does. Hope that yeah. breathes some life into it. Uh, I figure. I figure in another ten episodes, we'll we will jump the shark, and we'll continue, and then we'll add a baby. We will jump. I almost did bring the baby I watched to the show. I was like, we don't have a guest. Do you think Tristan could be the guest? Yeah, once once we bring a baby on here, that's it. We're done. He can babble. We're done. Um, um, I here Here's one thing that I, I can give you. I don't know. What's that? I mean, I guess I don't know what it is that you're looking for exactly. Yeah. Things that don't quite transfer over from radio to podcast. We don't have radio Physical experience. comedy. I, I worked briefly at that's my college true. radio station. Oh, okay. But I didn't learn anything there that it brought over here. Yeah. Well, I mean, obviously, like, visual things are not going to work, right? Yeah. So, like, physical comedy or... I realized or, I needed... Uh, to, I, it didn't matter that I was wearing costumes for every month's recording session. <laughs> right. Nobody cared. Nobody yeah. cares. Um, I don't know. I guess, ultimately, what you want to do is you want to just figure out the... I guess the only the only advice I can really give you is figure out what what interests you, Right. What what you find funny, what you find interesting, uh, the format that really speaks to you, mm-hmm. and do that. Like, don't try to cater your show for what you might think people will want, because then you're already working at yeah. uh, in a negative. Um, but yeah, interview the people that that you are interested in. Talk about the topics you are interested in, and you will find an audience. That's yeah. just the way it works. And in terms you of, of of maybe 
delving into like what your content should be, listen to podcasts. Listen yeah. to good podcasts. Listen to all the podcasts. Listen to. There, yeah, I mean, you, there's, there's a lesson to be learned from bad ones too. Yeah, it's yeah. true. It's true. Um, podcasts I like are podcasts like How Did This Get Made, which is a, a show that talks That's a about great one. Yeah. Uh, terrible movies. Um, <laughs> I listen to I listen to a lot of NPR shows. I, yeah. li- I listen to This American Life uh, and. Um, and you know, love and radio, yeah. and ninety nine percent. We got and, this is a good um, one as well. Yeah, and so just listen to podcasts, pick out the things that you like from them, cherry pick, and then do it. Yeah, you know, to the best of your ability. Here's a note that I'd say to keep in mind about the performance when you do create a podcast uh-huh. is that when you sp- podcasting is very accessible to everybody yeah mm-hmm. uh, recording software is very accessible recording gear is very accessible it doesn't mean that it's gonna sound good but everybody can do it and it's easy to get the stuff released um, because it's so easy there's lots of yeah, kind of DIY little uh, you know shows like this one that yeah. are just yeah. kind of like people throwing together saying hey we have banter we talk about stuff that we like let's do it into microphones and see if an audience likes it yeah a thing to keep in mind, though, you're going at it really casually with that kind of mindset, is that speaking on a podcast, though there's a, 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 a certain casual demeanor that can be captured if you're speaking with somebody that you already have a rapport, it doesn't necessarily always translate the best to a podcast. And one of the things to keep in mind when you're recording, and this is for a lot of the podcasts that I listen to, as well as for the people on this one. Uh, we're getting notes during show. It's happening. I knew this was going to be a backhanded thing. Oh. The thing, no, this is as much for me. It's, it's, this is for me and Lugo. This isn't for you at all, Rachel, actually. Oh, what? Oh, look at that. No You're way. perfect, apparently. We, and many other people who are amateur podcasters, have a tendency to, uh, a lot. Oh, like the ums, uh, ums, uh, ums. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, we do it a lot when we record. Yeah. I find it grating and tedious <laughs> and almost unforgivable when I listen to somebody else do it. Ninety percent of the time that goes into editing this podcast is sitting down and taking out as many superfluous uh 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 uh, uh the uh, uh 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 that type of stuff sure. in our speech. Sure. If you can avoid that, you'll save yourself some trouble. In editing, or if you're not going to edit, you'll save yourself some time from having a podcast that sounds like, that that sounds really amateur. I'm trying to be better about not doing it, but I do it. I do it a lot. I do it all the time. I'm I'm, I'm probably the guiltiest. I know you do, because I edit. Yeah, I'm I'm probably the Mm -hmm. guiltiest one of that. Yeah. A note specifically to that is, if you are unsure what you want to say, pause. Don't make a sound. I, I learned this when I was taking public speaking in college. It was one of the the like the main pet peeves, which is what it's what I've taken into any speaking that I do. If I don't know exactly what I want to say, a pause is better than an um. Yeah, agreed. If you yeah. if you just wait and you breathe and you organize your thoughts and then you speak, that is definitely less troublesome than uh, uh just well yeah. yeah. It benefits the audience too. Yeah, that and pause it also, creates. It a gives breath. a break, a break, a breather. A, it, it gives a little bit more import to the words that follow it. Absolutely. Because you've taken the time. Because <clears throat> your words matter. Right. And that's that's a skill I have yet to learn. Likewise. Um, yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> <laughs> and if you want us to be guests, 
Oh on, my your, God. on your podcast. Oh, yes. Let's whore ourselves I out. Wanna, it's so I good. I want to be guests on your new podcast. We have to do it by phone or Skype or in something. In the right. internet world, have a podcast and you would like Team Epic Podcast to guest, email us at epicpodcast at gmail. Or if you are still in the development stage of a podcast, you've been being pressured into creating for months, see Muldrow, you could also <laughs> consider having your pals Muldrow. from the EPC as guests in an early episode. We would Skype in and we would be guests. Yeah. What up, see Muldrow? But you, uh, the, the, the technical aspects of recording a podcast, I mean, there's probably a lot more information online than mm-hmm. anything that we could give you. Yeah. Uh, and in terms of that, when Schaefer has been away and we mice were left to play, I have honestly just used... A microphone I borrowed yeah. and my garage band on my Mac. Uh, I mean, Schaefer's equipment is, is... Is exponentially better. Right. Well, because he records professionally for mm-hmm. his own work, and so he just happens to use the same equipment. Yes. Uh, so I guess ultimately, you know, the, the, the quality of the podcast is really going to depend on the uh, the resources you have available in terms of microphone and and software and things like that. And the quality of your podcast and content is going to come from your heart. Oh. It's true. It's true. Uh, moving right along. Do you want to take the next one, Shafes? Yep. I believe this is the last one, isn't it? No. No, we have one more. We have one. Uh, well, there are two emails, but they're from the same person. Okay. Our next email comes to us from a Jay Lalon. <clears throat> is that how you guys would say it? Uh, I'm going to go with it. Or yeah, we'll, that sounds we'll, about right to me. Okay. Yeah. Lalone, but that's too many syllables. Lalone? Lalone. Yeah, maybe it's Lalone. Lalone. What do you guys vote for? Lalone. Lalone? Yeah. This next email comes to us from a Jay Lalone. <laughs> hello, Epic Podcasters. Why, hello. Hello. What's up? I just got done listening to Schaefer watch Doctor Who for the first time. It was pretty fun. I had a couple thoughts to chip in. Oh, cool. All right. <laughs> All right. First, regarding the sonic screwdriver, to go back to MacGyver analogies, think uh-huh. of it as his Swiss army knife. Yeah. A slightly less accurate analogy could be Batman's utility belt all rolled into one vaguely phallic device. <laughs> Thank you. Accurate, yeah. Thank you. You. I still don't know what it is, but cool. <laughs> I honestly, I've been watching Doctor Who for years, and I still don't honestly yeah. get it. Okay. Yeah, Not, I don't think no anyone one, really does. Whatever. Second, regarding getting into the show, I came from a similar place when I first started watching. Lots of miscellaneous knowledge through cultural osmosis. I started at the beginning, that's in quotes, with Christopher Eccleston's first episode. It really didn't do anything for me, but I had lots of free time, so I watched a few more episodes. Yeah. By the time I finished watching episode five, Dalek, am I pronouncing that right, guys? Yeah. Yes. Okay. You said that that perfectly. Thank you. Beautifully. Dalek, it clicked for me. None of those episodes are great in a vacuum, at least to a newcomer, but the culmination of several episodes definitely helped me appreciate it more. Conversely, Torchwood never really clicked with me, no matter how much I tried to like it. Anyway, thanks for the show. I look forward to future episodes. I have, I have a follow-up question for you, Schaefer. Yes. Have you actually watched any more Doctor Who? No. Uh, okay. Not since that one episode. I'm Again, I'm not saying that I'm never going to give it a no, shot and watch yeah. more episodes. I, I, am, I am intrigued I to watch some Christopher, yeah. Christopher Eccleston episodes. He's great. I just haven't had any time. I'm working on a record, and I went to Vegas. No judgment. Um, I, just, I was curious as to whether or not you've seen any more episodes. That's it's going to be hard, because next week I'm buying a PlayStation so that I can play Batman Arkham Knight. I'm so jealous. Or if I'm you so are jealous. listening to this episode on release day, two days ago, I bought a PlayStation 4 so I could play <laughs> Batman Arkham Knight, and I have not left my apartment. So it's going to be a long time before I'm, I feel like I'm going to have enough free time that I can dive back into another television series. Again, I didn't dislike Doctor Who, but it didn't. 
it just oh, really? its cause didn't really? sink into me. Yeah. Yeah. Just saying this in case we anybody's joining lately and they're they're at home going, "What?" pounding their keyboard. <laughs> Here's the deal: like even when I first started, it was not a a show that I was mad about from the first episode. I did have to watch several episodes. I think I got into the gist of it from the episode where they were in World War II with the children in the gas masks. I think that was the uh, one that clicked for me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that was a that was a beautiful moment where I was like, oh, I understand the show. Because I had seen episodes from the original, original, before I ever watched 2005, and I I begrudgingly accepted it as a, a pop culture peak, sure. something that sure. so many people hopped on board with, sure. which is why I... I did force myself through the first few episodes, but when it clicks and you and you and you feel it and you get it, then suddenly you're in the cult. So someday, someday I may go and join the cult. I definitely am a fan of a lot of Doctor Who fans. Oh well, there you I go. know a lot of really lovely people who are really passionately into Doctor Who, and I enjoy their their fandom. I just I, I haven't. I'm not as. <laughs> Uh, yeah, that's fair. Why that's is that fair. funny? Why are you laughing at that? I I just I just find it very funny that that you know you you that you feel the need to make the qualifier of you know although although I'm not a fan of Doctor Who, I'm a huge fan of Doctor Who. Fans. You feel like I'm pandering to an audience? A little bit. Okay. I don't feel like you're pandering. I think you're complimenting a fan base on being decent human beings. I think that that's that's fair because I find Doctor Who fans. I've never found them off-putting. Where unlike oh, unlike yeah. say Xbox fans oh, or yeah. or PlayStation oh, fans yeah, yeah, or yeah, yeah. there are so many people that you can, there so are so many rabid. things that you can be a fan of and you can be just a dick about it mm-hmm. and I found that Doctor Who fans aren't quite as aggressive yeah and no. I think it's I think it's yeah. intrinsic no, in right. the all inclusive yeah. nature of the plot lines where anyone can be a companion and the Doctor is out to save multiple races and multiple yeah. species and protect. The whole universe and not just like a select <clears throat> these are good and these are bad right there someone right. someone is is evil due to the the content of their character and the and the actions they take not based on an entire overarching hatred toward right you know, the daleks earned their place in the in the doctor's shit list because they want to destroy everything <laughs> right and they, they they can't be reasonable and they can't yeah. and they can't be reasonable i feel i feel the same way about harry potter fans like they're a very accepting group of fans you know yeah, I, we are. I i have i have never really heard of any kind of yeah fanish vitriol of newbies into that yeah into and that it's very collective. yeah it's very different from <clears throat> say maybe like a hunger games Fans. Right, or even like you know, even like Lord of the Rings, or even Game of Thrones. Like people can get really Ooh, fucking violent get about their fandom. About Game of oh, you know who? You know what fandom has a lot of really shitty representatives online lately? What's that? Ghostbusters fans. <gasps> yeah. If I have to yeah. read one more time, eh, this is gonna suck. It's gonna be bridesmaids yeah. with ghosts. Like um, they put Thor in your movie and you're still crying about it. Shut up. The yeah, world doesn't owe you dick. They made him a secretary. Yeah. Oh That's my god. How fucking 
awesome. Yeah, it's awesome. You? It's awesome. That movie's oh, going to be great. So Say more shitty stuff about about how unfunny those hilarious women are. First of all, do it. I mean, first of all, uh, I dare like you. Bridesmaids is a funny fucking film. Just sure is. Great. If it's a, if it's bride bridesmaids with ghosts, yeah, it's give it's, me that. Honestly, bridesmaids is yet another benchmark in filmmaking. Yes, I it think. is. I think that that yes, is. is a well-rounded cast. That and and, uh, a, and a the Sandra ridiculous storyline. Sandra Bullock police one. Yes. Which one was that one? Um, the Heat. The Heat. heat. So that was good. so good. Uh, anyway, but there's a follow-up email. There's a follow-up email yes. from so Jay Lalone. Lalone. Who says, hey, podcasters. I love the show as far as content is concerned, uh-huh. but it does leave me a bit cold on a technical level. Fuck you! Oh. Fighting words. All of the shows on the Nerdy Show Network are pretty quiet. The Epic Piecast is the worst offender. Huh. Honestly, I can't listen to the show in my car. When the volume's turned up enough to finally overcome road noise, a quick switch back to NPR is a jarring and painful experience. Sorry if I sound like an ass. Just wanted to bring that to your attention. Jay Lalone. Okay. I've gotten a lot of uh, criticism for th- various things that I've had my hand in creating over the years. This is the first time <laughs> I have ever read a criticism that your stuff is too quiet. That's- and now I have to turn it up. <laughs> but hold on. But that said, I was actually aware of this before Jay Lalone brought this to our attention. I've always mixed the show. I've always defaulted to mixing it on the quiet side. Mm-hmm. So that I, it doesn't distort or peak, and I, I, on on nerdy shows end. On nerdy shows end. Right. So I've always kind of done that. Uh, this is the first time I've always suspected in the back of my head that maybe our show is mixed a little quietly, but nobody has ever said that to us. None of our liaisons at the nerdy show has ever said that. None of our regular listeners have yeah, said that. This is the this first, is the first time heard I've heard it. it. Yeah. Yeah. But it's always been in the back of my head, and you have just confirmed, Jay Lalone, this suspicion that I had. And so now I feel starting right now at this moment in episode 33 and going forward, we're going to fix it. I feel like I shouldn't be saying this because I'm rewarding this criticism that you gave me that I just sort of snarked on. But it's legit. It's absolutely it's, no, legit. It's, no, it's, absolutely. it's legit. Our show is mixed. Yes. Our show is mixed quietly. And, and, it was, and, and it was done so on purpose because we because there were concerns. And yes. I even forgot things like. People listen to this in their cars because I forget that cars are things that people drive and yeah. not just a thing that you get in when you're drunk and you hand a bunch of money to and somebody takes you home. Ooh, I, oh, right. to I forget that we have, we oh, don't, right. I don't That's listen to music or, or, or podcasting cars. I, we don't drive. We live in New York. I forget yeah. about this. I've driven a couple of times in New York. I actually just drove today and I tried to parallel park and it was terrible. Hmm. Wait, so no, not, not all cars are Uber cars? No. no. Oh. No, they're not. And with that, like Jesus Christ, rising from the cave on the third day, we give you our new volume. I know. Oh, oh my God. It hurts. It hurts oh. a little bit. We're all so encompassing good. now. I think we I might know. have, we might have like just blown a couple sound? of factory installed speakers. This is not bass. Based on your oh. your feedback, Jay Lalone, yeah. this show is now louder and will yeah. remain louder in future installments. Yeah. And we in appreciate fact, the feedback. Uh, from this point forward. And we're also going to talk like this. <laughs> For the rest of the podcast. Oh, I, and I'm going to throw way more of these into it. <laughs> Sorry, every time I do that, I forget that Rachel is the only one wearing headphones other than me. 
I'm doing it to punish Lugo, and then Rachel is the one who gets it in her ears. Uh, I, I'm from, sorry. From this point forward, uh, we're calling this the Lalone mode. We are we are broadcasting to you in beautiful Lalone mode. But seriously, like, thank you for the for the. Yeah, we would we would we would we would have been unaware. Yeah, yeah. But I do, but I do have to just I I have to pick on you just real quick in a very loving way. Sure. If you keep switching back to NPR, you should maybe just realize that you should turn the volume down. You know, just like maybe <laughs> learn. Like, I mean, now you don't have to. Or maybe get your goddamn muffler fixed if you can't hear it. Jeez. Also, NPR is <laughs> great. I First of all, NPR. yeah, NPR is very monotone. I can't imagine like you're blowing <laughs> eardrums, blowing out the speakers with someone. Yeah. Like, well, I think that that's kind of the point NPR. that he's, yeah, that he so or she quiet. is trying to make oh, that yeah. we are so quiet oh, that that even I, the, I, I'm uh, not, the I'm not dulcet lulling tones she was making fun of you a little bit a little in a very a loving way bit. because you you have you have improved the technical side of our podcast yes you have and we yes, have. and we appreciate but it I like also I like your last name Lalone Lalone you're like it's you're, you're almost like a 1930s yeah. uh, like gumshoe detective ooh you know look here Lalone the diamonds were in this statue the whole time. Hmm. Oh, Lone, you're the only person who could help me. I'm in quite a jam. <laughs> Any last words, Lalone? <laughs> They're sending you to the chair. This makes me want to do another scripted episode. It's about time. Yeah, maybe, no, maybe it's about time. You know we what? Do one. Maybe one of these upcoming months we'll take the time and we'll prepare in advance instead of like and just texting each other a couple of days before it's well, recording time about, and going, well, I didn't book a guest. Well, yeah. uh, October is uh, coming at it's us someone. pretty quickly. Uh, that could be a thing we do oh, in October. Th- okay. Okay. You know. We'll plot it. How about this? Uh, if there is a radio play you would like to hear the Epic Piecast players do a dramatic reading of, then send that link to epicpiecast at gmail.com. Drink twice because two people said it. Yeah. Get crunk. <laughs> get crunk. Get crunk. Get crunk. Well, what, um, what do you say, guys? You want to. Let's. Let's let's get out of here. Those this, are that's the mailbag. You bad, yeah. Thank you so much for everyone who wrote an email. Uh, this was actually a lot of fun, and I, enjoyed uh, it. I really really liked uh, sort of uh, answering emails and and getting to know our fans and and our listeners. And so, and next month we will have a guest. Here. We will. Yeah, I'm we excited will, for this. We will. Guest. Ha- oh, I am. This is a guest I've been waiting for for a Over very long the time. Freaking moon. Uh, but if you again, if if you have any questions, comments, uh, then please. Send us a little note, and we may get around to answering it uh, when we don't have anything else to do. Excellent. Would you guys like to do some plugs? Let us plug. Uh, you go first, because I, I don't. I, I need to check my camera. No, we have to go. Rachel always has to go last, because oh, she has the most that's stuff, true. always. Uh, She's busy. You and I have no friends. And awesome. all of our stage time opportunities are drying up. Um. <laughs> It's so true. Um, You guys are going to come back when you're 70 and make an action movie. (laughs) (laughs) I only, I I seriously, in the time between when this episode airs and when the next episode airs, I believe I only have one thing of note to plug. On Friday, July 10th. (gasps) Yes! I will be at the Creek in the Cave in Long Island City, Queens, which is also Astoria. I will be hosting Honey Badger Burlesque's tribute to The Avengers. 
and I will be hosting in character <laughs> as Agent Coulson. Oh, yeah. I got that gig because I work with somebody from there. Uh, and I, I got to say, your your Coulson cosplay is pretty on point. Look, I know I got booked for the hairline. <laughs> Anyway, Honey Badger Burlesque, uh-huh. uh, the, uh, you guys may recall Charles Stunning, um, had uh, uh, this, this burlesque show. <laughs> we don't talk about Charles Stunning a lot here anymore. No. No. I guess she had this not. burlesque show, yeah. and, uh, and it's back, and it's in Queens, and it's in the neighborhood, and there's going to be a bunch of characters from the Avengers taking their clothes off, and I'll be hosting the show Friday, July 10th. Check it out. Uh, on July 27th, I am going to be at a show called Parallel Exits Move It, uh, which will be at 10 Grand Army Plaza in Brooklyn, New York. Uh, It's in a library, I believe, and it's free, I also believe. Uh, The link will be in the show notes, and it's a variety show of of sorts. There's going to be uh, clowns and magicians and singers and acrobats. It's going to be a really, really good time. Then, on July 23rd, I'm going to be presenting uh, 30 minutes of material from a new show that I'm writing uh, for the Tank Theater's Dark Fest. This is their, I believe, third annual Dark Fest. And what they do is really, really clever. What they do is they turn off all the lights. And so all of the shows in the Dark Fest Festival are presented with alternative lighting methods because Mm -hmm. this is their uh, fundraising month uh, so that they can keep the lights on. Get it? That's really cute. Yeah. So I'm doing 30 minutes of material from my new show, uh, and I really hope uh, that it goes well and people can see it. Awesome. Yeah. Rachel? On Monday, June 29th, Afterbirth Monkey will be opening for BT Gay, the LGBTK show <laughs> at the Crane Theater at 8 p.m. It's raising money for uh, Ali Forney. Um, all of the profits from that show go to that. What is Ali Forney? Um, it's, uh, it's a center for uh, homosexuals. Oh. Uh, it's very cool. It's super, Wonderful. super cool. Um, and all of the proceeds go to that. And if you haven't seen a BTK show, they only happen every once in a while now. Like once it's a year now. It's an incredible. Yeah. It's an incredible show. Improvised music with storytellers, go-go dancers. And we're going to be there singing our offensive material it's gonna be fun and wait is after birth monkey opening yeah we're opening oh, and nice. uh again uh after birth monkey is going to dress as each other so if you ever wanted to see that Aww. it's really cute i look really great in mark's pants and a bow tie <laughs> and a bow tie i look really great yeah. on june 30th i will be with after birth monkey at a show called bitchcraft uh <laughs> this is a tribute to acdc this time around and it's at the duplex at 7 p.m on Sunday, July 5th, will be another installment of my comedy slash burlesque show, Raunchy Risque, 10 p.m. at the Creek in the Cave. Cool. On Friday, July 10th, yes, there will be a show at the Creek in the Cave called Honey Badger's Assemble, and it is a burlesque tribute to the Avengers, hosted by my alter ego, 
Uh, no, it, produced by my alter ego, Charles Stunning, hosted by Schaefer the Dark Lord. That's me. Lots of lots of wonderful burlesquers. Uh, my friends uh, Sam and Bill from the music comedy scene will be there. Come check it out. $10. Tickets are available online, and that link will be available in the doobly-doo. <laughs> On, I know, I love doobly-doo. On July 16th, Charles Stunning will be making an appearance in Vice, the Excelsior burlesque tribute to Archer. She will be doing a Cheryl Carroll number. On Friday, July 17th, Afterbirth Monkey will be in The Naked Show. It's a midnight show at the Creek in the Cave. And yes, it's exactly how it sounds. We will be naked. Oh, uh, this isn't This isn't really anything that I need to plug, but on July 18th, Mark Robert Turner and Chris Crouch will be getting married. Oh. So congratulations to them in advance. Yay. I wasn't invited, but all the best. Why would you ruin that beautiful moment, babe? Whatever. On <laughs> July 19th will be yet another installment of Raunchy Risque. And then on Saturday, July 25th, the Astoria Arts and Music Festival will be having a fundraiser from 6 to 11 p.m. at the Federation of Hellenic Societies of Greater New York. Uh, there will be lots of music. There's going to be some go-go dancing. There's going to be burlesque. It's going to help fund the Astoria Music Festival, which happens every year in Astoria Park. So if you're around, come check it out. I forgot to mention that I'm actually performing in that, too. I forgot oh. to mention that I knew that you were performing in it until I was reading, and I was like, Schaefer's totally in that. What? Yeah, you aren't you... And your Honey Badger's doing stuff. Yeah, Honey Badger. And aren't you hosting the show? Yes. Yes, I am. I'm doing like a, a, a twenty thirty minute set in that yeah, show too. You or Afterbirth Monkey? I the show. am. Hosting. Oh, nice. Okay. Afterbirth Monkey's going to host the festival itself. Yeah, but I'm hosting the fundraiser. Uh, oh, okay. Solo. My God, do you have a gig every twelve minutes? Is that like your life now? Kind what do you mean now? It's like you had one, maybe two things to plug. I had one, maybe two things to plug. I'm trying to make a record. Uh, I'm trying to live my life. I'm trying to make a record. I don't get booked for anything. <laughs> All right. Well, let's get the hell out of here. This has been a great episode. Thanks for coming out, guys. Eh, it's been okay. <laughs> it's been good seeing you guys, but I feel like uh, we brought our B game. No, I, no, we didn't. Critics rave C+. No, they're not. No, it was magic in a bottle. Absolutely. I had fun. This has been the Epic Piecast, episode 33. I have been your host, Nelson Lugo. I have been your other host, Schaefer the Dark Lord. And I have been your other, other host, Rachel Shank. Be safe, internets. Did you know the medical term for ice cream headaches is sphenopalatine ganglioneuralgia? Bye. Ah, happy Pride. Thank you for listening to the Epic Podcast. We'd love to hear from you, our loyal listener. So send us your feedback, love mail, hate mail, dick pics, and recipes to epicpiecast at gmail.com. But seriously, don't send us dick pics. As listener-supported entertainment, we rely on you to keep this and other shows on the Nerdy Show Network alive by telling a friend or funding the network via Patreon. Any size contribution gets you exclusive outtakes, episodes, and images from across the network. And there's even more perks available. Just head to patreon.com slash nerdyshow. To find out how you or your company can underwrite this or other Nerdy Show programming, visit nerdyshow.com slash sponsorships. 
If you like what you've heard, please rate and review us on iTunes or like and follow us on SoundCloud. For more podcasts, articles, community forums, and more, visit nerdyshow.com. And be sure to follow Nerdy Show and the Epic Podcast on all of your favorite social networks. If it's geeky, we've got it covered. Hey, that reminds me of something. Since this month we didn't have a real episode and we went through the mailbag. Oh, stop. There was a segment that I recorded for an episode many months ago. Uh-huh. I recorded an episode or uh, segment on my own that I was going to like surprise you guys with. Oh. And I was going to be like, hey, I got a little bonus segment for the episode this month. And then I never, I never played it for you guys. Oh, what is it? I want to uh, play No, it. now I'm going to start. I'm going to save it. I'm going to make more of them. And one day we're going to have a From the Vaults episode. But they're all of you. Like, it's just you. Though. Maybe you guys should start recording your own segments. Well, I, like, well, I'm producing hear, them on your own. I want to hear what you've done so I know what to do. No. Yes. You get to hear it when the episode airs. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.